On today's Believe in Chicago Sports podcast, we break down the Bears' humiliating loss to the Packers on Sunday Night Football. The bye week clearly did absolutely nothing for them. We'll break down what happened on the field, what it means moving forward, and where the Bears stand and how upset is Bears Nation as they've now lost five in a row. All that and more in episode 24 coming up now. Welcome in to the Believe in Chicago Sports Podcast with your host here, Dan Collins, and across the Skype call for me, Joey Gelman, who you can find on Twitter at Joey Gelman. Myself as well. I am on Twitter. You can find me at Tweet Dan Collins. The lovely show, Believe in Chicago Sports Podcast. You can find it on Twitter as well, Believe in Chicago. Yeah, there's a really ridiculous, humiliating, I don't know what, I forgot the word Joey used in his teaser there to describe whatever the hell that is we saw on Sunday Night Football with the Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, same old thing, same song, same dance is what we saw, so who cares? We don't need to get to that first. Joey, how was Thanksgiving? Was it great? <laughs> Thanksgiving was great. There we go. I'm still uh, full of eight pounds of leftovers. I can't move off the couch, so successful in my book. There we go. I'm trying to remember your power rankings. Terrible co-host. Can't even recall. I know stuffing was on there, right? Did, I'll just answer the, the simple. I'll ask the simple question. You did all the power rankings, right? Your top three power rankings definitely made your plate. Correct? Yes, yes. But sometimes it doesn't. I'm telling you, you can have a top three, top five favorite, and it doesn't necessarily make your Thanksgiving or holiday plate. That's true. Glad, glad yours did. Eight pounds heavier. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, well, maybe your heart is ten pounds lighter after today's or tonight's beer's loss is that how it works your heart just shrinks after watching something like this well that's I more or less the so. grinch yeah i was gonna say we were watching the grinch watching earlier the and it kept getting smaller and smaller i think that's what's happened to me watching this team it just deflates your heart there we go well i'm glad you had a good thanksgiving to all the listeners out there hope all's the same uh to all the beers fans who once again hope you had a good hope you had a good thanksgiving weekend you had to watch that mess but i mean Joey and I have talked about this many a times over. I'm sure all the Bears faithful listening in. What else did you really expect? Now, that being said, really quick, let me get into this too. If you're really pissed off about tonight's performance or just the, the outcome in general, can't blame you. <laughs> it feels like this happens all the damn time. And the worst part about it is it doesn't even matter how good the defense is for the Chicago Bears going in. Aaron Rodgers, or if you want to flip it back a decade plus to Brett Favre, they just always find a way, right? They always find a way to humiliate, to rack up the points. That's exactly what happened in the Sunday Night Football contest. And it just added insult to injury. It really did. Mitchie Boy made his comeback, and there'll probably be plenty out to, to talk about there. But when it all comes down to it, you said it, Joey, in, in the tease there, just absolutely humiliating. Yeah, it's again, unfortunately, another national embarrassment. It's like, listen, the Bears have a big audience, and I get that, but, man, they keep showcasing this garbage on TV. I don't know who's going to keep watching. I mean, it's it's really that that bad, and and you can, you can blame whoever you want for it, but I, I think it just showed everyone again uh, of where this Bears team stands no matter the quarterback. And I saw it on Twitter tonight, and we saw it all over, of... There is an argument probably to be made that Mitch Trubisky is better for this offense in terms of what he can do. Who athletic. cares? Right, but that's what it is. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not oh, agreeing. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I, that, that's, that's exactly the point. I'm not saying, like, I'm going to stand here and say he's a better option moving forward. It's sure. No, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I can say that. Someone can say that, but the reality is they're both bad. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. And so now you, you know, it's not like he has a big redemption game and he leads the Bears to this come from behind amazing national primetime victory it was the same old stuff it's it's not throwing the ball away and taking a sack it's giving a fumble it's making a bad decision for 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 two interceptions there and you sit yeah. here and you're like all right it's all the same there's nothing i'm going to learn more about this team this year and you're sitting in a really really dark place because as, as much as you can look at some bad teams around the nfl Losing five games in a row is nothing to, to, to sleep on. That's a big deal. No. And, and, and for where they started to where they sit now, and you know another thing we can get into is, is their record against the Packers, which is important to this ownership, 
which is now they've lost 18 out of the last 21 games against the Packers. That's a great percentage. Right? It's beautiful. Look at that. Like, this is, this is, that's a really big problem. And, and the goal this entire time, whether it was with, I don't know, John Fox, Mark Trespin, Mike, uh, Mike Nagy, Jesus, Matt Nagy. I don't even want to say his name right anymore. I was going to say Mike Dicka. That too. Um, (laughs) Way back. With the past three coaches, everything's been told of we have to, bridge that talent gap with the Packers. And aside from, I guess what now we can consider as a fluke year in 2018, you've now had a decade where you've gotten further apart. And that's a problem. We had the podcast, a fluke year. You're calling 2018 what else? I, don't, I don't know what else to call it Stop now. Stop it. Stop. Well, I really, I, like, I don't know how to sit here and answer the question of how they got there and how they're here. It's the same team. We tried doing this a couple episodes ago, didn't we? Where we were just talking about how it hasn't even been two full calendar years since that heartbreaking loss in, in the first round of the playoffs, where we all blamed it on a kick on a kicking gear. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think <laughs> an argument could definitely be made on calling it calling it a fluke year. I think it was more of just, and this is worse. I think it's less of a fluke year and just more of just a ridiculous awful amount of regression i mean there's been plenty of regression everybody knows that but i think it's worse i think it's worse than what you're giving it i think it's less fluky and just more drastic regression which if that's the case that's a huge problem here i think there's a regression with the coaching staff there's definitely a regression of talent there's just a regression of play the whole nine yards, you name it. If there's one thing I see out there on a weekly basis, it's offensively, which is where we're just awful. I mean, it's it's the Bears and the Jets neck and neck from the start of this, from since we said go, basically, on who's going to be the worst offense in the and league. And didn't we all want Adam Gase to stay before he left for Miami, right? We did. Go figure. A lot of Bears fans did. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> and now look at what they're doing over there. Um in New York or New Jersey, technically, is where, is where they play out. Well, anyways, um, going back to the Chicago Bears now, it's it, it's hard to wrap your head around. It sucks. And just also quickly, that, that's the worst part about it is it, it's not even like, oh, no, we're still there. It's just a massive regression to, to where we immediately, in a very quick turnaround, got to the point of, oh, shit, what do we do now? Because going back to your point, Joey, before the as you want to as you want to call it right now, the, the fluke year even happened, and we're just bringing in Matt Nagy, fresh from Kansas City, and it's a little bit of promise. You just rewind the clock a, a few years back to that, and there was at least some hope there. It was all right. Let's move it uphill, and then the hopes were really high because, whoop, like you said, 2018 happened, and we're like, all right, we're there, we're moving, we're moving along. Let's see how it goes. And now it's like, holy cow, do we got to flip it back? even before Matt Nagy and try to figure this all out. And that's what we've been talking about all year. And the, the answer is obviously yes. How? I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a really bad football team to watch the, the rest of the year. What, what else is there to watch? They're not a, they're not a playoff team. There's still a chance they can make the playoff. They're in the hunt. They're, they're going to be in the hunt probably for the next few weeks. Right. But they're not a legitimate playoff team. If they somehow sneak in, because Let's face it, the schedule isn't all that awful for the remainder of the season. You have to face the Packers one more time. But after that, it seems like the Lions and the Texans who... Yes, but those teams can score points. That's the difference. They They, they may not have winning records, but they can score points. Yeah, and of course, once again, leave it to just typical Bears offensive football where they're just garbage for three quarters put up 10 points and then the fourth quarter comes and you know, they, they get those garbage points, those garbage touchdowns. It's so hard to really put even put into numbers, how bad this team is. You're talking 15 points in the fourth quarter, but come on, please, just give me garbage it's like, time. That's, that's yeah. All they get. They have more garbage time touchdowns this season than they do legitimate ones. Yeah. I think they said 70% of their, not to be stats guru, but I think I saw that today that was like 70 plus percent of their points were scored when they were losing versus obviously when they had a lead or were trying to build a lead. Like it's all fourth quarter garbage time touchdowns. And even with all those, they're still at the very bottom of the league with the Jets neck and neck. I'm being the worst offense in the game, even with gimme touchdowns. They get gimme touchdowns and gimme touchdown fourth quarter after fourth quarter after fourth quarter. And uh, 
And I, I'm glad you brought it up, Joy, because there's one thing I did notice, right? When you're watching this game and you're watching Mitch Trubisky in there, and it's literally, as we just said, who cares? Like, I do not want the conversation in this town, in the papers, well, digitally online, right? Who reads papers anymore? It's all online. But I don't want any of the talk to be, whether it be fans, media, you name it, of anything that has to do with Foles or Trubisky, Trubisky or Foles. Who gives a damn? Neither. Move on. Doesn't matter. This one deserves more of a spot. No, this one deserves more of a spot. Who gives a crap? It doesn't matter. This team is ass, and you need to you need to figure it out. You need to move a different direction. Now, if you want to move weeks and weeks down the road and figure out what that option is at quarterback, who the hell knows? Admittedly, haven't done my homework enough to even figure out who that would be that you could potentially have under center next year for the Bears next year. Joey Gelman? I don't know. You you available? I'm Joey? available. I, I, I feel some, some calls from the Broncos this weekend, but they eventually <laughs> turned me down for hint, and so. That's why. I mean, Broncos out there playing without an actual quarterback and probably did, probably did better than the Bears, let's be quite honest, if, if you're not including garbage <laughs> time. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I As we're doing this show, I'm trying to really – at least the voice I'm trying to have on this podcast, I'll be open here is just, and, and you hear it, it's kind of cliche, but the voice of the fan, right? Like, right. what are the fans really feeling? Like, as a fan, and you're, if you're like one of the Bears loyal and one of the Bears faithful, like yourself, Joey, you you already know what you're looking at, right? You don't need much breakdown analysis, or we, we, we don't need to break down Mitchell's quarterback play today. You can, doesn't matter. You don't really need to break down the X's and O's of the line play. You can. Doesn't matter. There was even a lot of questionable decisions on defense, right? That that Pagano was calling Trevathan's covering guys. All of a sudden, he's covering Devontae Adams in the red zone. That doesn't make any sense. Once again, though, who cares? It's bigger than that, right? We we don't even need those breakdowns. We get it. They suck. (laughs) It's just that simple. The Bears suck right now. And who knows? Maybe they maybe they rattle off two. Three more victories this season, but big whoop. I mean, I, I think I think all now that you're thinking about is great. Going into next season, please just be better to the point where at least we're not embarrassed on national television anymore. Is that because it's going to be you're going to get Bears Packers every single year nationally televised, right? It doesn't matter. They said it today in the broadcast, didn't they? Correct me if I'm wrong, where this is just football. This is what football is. It's this rivalry. It's Bears and the Packers. It doesn't matter how much the Packers have owned the Bears in the past decade. It doesn't matter how bad the Bears can be. This is what we show. And year in and year out, garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> Back of the truck, Joey. Get him out of here. Back up the <laughs> Back truck. Back it up. And, and I think you got a, a point there, but I can also say that there is actually, I think, merit in breaking down certain aspects of this game and what they mean moving forward. I'm not going to say like there's a different battle to be had with quarterback and what have you, but I think it, it goes back to something I said last time or two shows ago was, I know every week that no matter the offense sputtering, this defense is going to show up and potentially give you a shot. Today, for the first time all year, that was not the case. With a very familiar foe. Right. We, we, and we, we mentioned this. Why is it always the Packers that can figure it out? Maybe that's some of it. Just familiarity. Yeah. yeah. And, and I know Aaron Rodgers is special. I mean, what he does out there is incredible. And the fact that they went for it on fourth and two twice in the second half and already kicking your ass shows you how they just had control of everything. But it's, it's really true. I, I think what, what you mentioned defensively is a real question because – it, it, it brings to, you know, we talk everything about the offense and their scheming and this and that, and it's a problem. Well, today, like you said, you have a Danny Trevathan on Devontae Adams. How does that work? Or you don't have Akeem Hicks up front. You obviously don't have any Goldman anymore all year. So instead of putting all the pressure up front and playing in a zone, you play it in man defense. Okay, that makes sense, the, you know, logically, but turned out to not really work very well because you were getting beat on every play. So you have to adjust. And, and it got to a certain point in that game tonight where, and even Tony Dungy said it, he goes, this defense kind of quit out there. And that is the biggest problem of everything because so far they've had to deal with so much crap from the offense, but they still held their, their heads high and carry their end of the bargain. Tonight, that wasn't the case. They didn't play very well. And they kind of just sputtered and fizzled out and, and, and almost quit on this team. 
And that's a really big problem if you're Matt Nagy and anyone in watching this team or that cares about this team, because if they're checked out, you have an offense that doesn't work, what does this mean for the rest of the year and and, and moving forward? Because you see here tonight, and, and Rodgers had zero sacks on him and zero hits. You're now winless in November. You've lost your last yeah. seven games off of a bye. And like I said last Woo-hoo. time, which is important to the McCaskies more than it's so it's important to me, even though I hate the Packers, it's they've lost 18 out of 21 games in a row here. And you put it all together of this formula, it's just, it's it's not working. And and, and I think you, you took some really good examples from this game to, to prove that. And I don't want to sit here and be that guy's calling for firings. It may get you clicks and listens, but I, I'm not going to do that today. But I'll do it next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> but but I, 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 I don't know what to say anymore when, when you have this much regression, like you said. And when you see Matt Patricia get let go this week, you see go, ya. okay, Nagy's kind of on that same timeline here. And, and I don't know how Is else. Though? Is he? I thought Matt Patricia would get much bigger of a leash than he had, as bad as Correct. they were. So that's right. what I'm saying is is oh, okay. after something like today and what's transpired, losing five in a row is, is a big deal that I, I, everything is on the table now. I, I, I don't know what you what you do anymore because it's gotten that low. It's gotten that bad where nothing you do works. Nothing's working. It's all broken. Yep. <laughs> Well, the startling stat is just how terrible they've been after a bye, which, let's be real, you could, at the end of the day, you, you could have given the Bears three weeks to prepare for this Packers team. We weren't, we weren't going to beat them. It, uh, you, you can prepare and plan all you want. You still need the talent to execute. And at the end of the day, the Bears don't have that talent to execute to beat the Green Bay Packers. We don't. We haven't, we, we haven't, had, we haven't had the talent to beat the Green Bay Packers consistently in over a decade. The last 50-plus times we faced them, I, I have to look it up, but very, very few amount of wins. And it's aggravating, but I mean, w- what are you going to do? I mean, let, let's think about it. Hmm. All right, Why let's ponder. Packers, yeah, let's ponder. Why do the Packers kick our ass all the time? They always have somebody really good at quarterback, whether it be Favre or Rodgers. Obviously, we're just talking within our own lifetime. And lots of times they have a pretty good offensive line protecting them. Like you said. They figured out some kind of offensive line scheme to where it doesn't matter. And granted, you know, with, with the Keem Hicks being out today, but still, you're not getting him on the ground. You're not getting to the quarterback. You're not hitting the quarterback. You're not hurrying him up back there in the pocket. You can't give Aaron Rodgers that type of time. He'll rip you to shreds. He did. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? I don't know. <laughs> Aggravating. I'm ready to talk about. We'll talk about Thanksgiving or Christmas again. Right? If you Seriously. Want, but, uh, well, that's what just. Uh, it, it's aggravating because it's not even like you're sitting here and you're angry. You know, like you're yelling at a TV or you're or, or it's a close game and you're upset or you're upset. They like. I don't care. Like they lose it. They they lose, but they show up. This is just like a. You sit on the couch. I listen to Carrie Underwood's instructions. She said, "I'm waiting all day for Sunday night." So I did that, and then you sit there and it's just. This slow, like, just deflating of your entire soul because they just have yes, nothing. Carrie, I will wait. Right. Yeah, There's nothing but, there. Okay, here, here's the thing. And I don't know if I texted you this or not. I'm sorry if I didn't. But I was convinced this was going to be a shit show. We said, on the, we said it on the last show. I was, I was just waiting for Sunday night to come. And in my head, I'm thinking, all right. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I, I knew this all along. No, it's all Bears fans did. Come on. If you want to be truly realistic with yourself, it was just a matter of how bad is it going to get out there, right? Especially with Mitch Trubisky taking the reins again. Oh, gosh. Even though he he may or may not be better than Nick Foles as, as an option running the Chicago Bears offense. You were drinking the Kool-Aid when they said Mitch was back. He's going to have this star-studded return. No. <laughs> if anything, I thought it was going to be worse because – rusty and okay he's sitting on the sidelines you know maybe he's learning and maybe he's maturing but to that point with all the great intangible things we were hearing about mitch trubisky while he was benched now back starting for the chicago bears is Nike's gonna start running out of those good intangible things to say right like you said i mean tony dungy's trying to say in the broadcast that the defense quitting is quitting out there or did quit out there 
And that's one thing that Negi was able to go, you know, over to the interview room, whether it be, you know, a couple years back in front of the in front of the press or whether it be via Skype or Zoom, however it is they do it now, is he was able to talk about all those intangibles and all the heart and the spirit and the fight. How much more are you going to be able to talk about that and bring that up? You know, like <laughs> who knows? Like, sooner or later, that well, it already is very like boring and just yo oh, you yawn. Oh, okay, well, I'm glad they're being professional athletes and they're trying their hardest, which is great. As a Bears fan, love to hear it, but Club Dub has been closed since October the 18th. Is that even still a thing? It, we, we forget about Club Dub, don't we? Right? And I mean, your, ne- your next best chance of, of opening up the club, uh, face mask on hopefully, will be December 6th against the Lions. Maybe. I mean, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule. We could potentially be a 500 team. I can almost guarantee you this. We won't be over 500 this year. They sit here with five wins. You would need four victories out of your next six games to be over 500. You have the Lions, the Texans, Vikings, Jacksonville, and Green Bay. So you would need to win four out of those five games. That's four out of five. Yeah, good luck. It's not good enough. Ooh, I They're want bad. the Trubisky-Glennon matchup. That's going to be fun against Jacksonville. That would be fun. You sure you're not going to really like uh, another matchup against um, where, where it's uh, Trubisky Watson in a couple weeks on, on the 13th? Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, good luck to that one. I'm sure Watson will show us why he was the better quarterback uh, going into the draft, even after the draft. And, but that's and what. So. I, but that's. But talking about that, that's why I was hopeful for tonight. I know I'm like dumb hopeful because like I can't deal with it. But that's where I was like, okay, Trubisky's been benched. He's not the savior of this team. So doesn't that no. mean all the pressure is off and when he comes into a game today, he doesn't have to deal with the Watson and Mahomes comparison because he's, he's, he's already been benched. So it's like you're playing with house money, but clearly it didn't help. Yeah, but you would hope if you're Mitchell Trubisky, now that you have another shot at it, what should be on your mind is now you have a chance to prove, to prove why they were wrong. Which- right, but clearly they, they weren't tonight. Mm. It, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's better than folding. Is it better than? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, who knows? Once again, it doesn't it doesn't matter? But no. Do they do they score more than twenty five points on offense if they have Nick Foles? Maybe considering fifteen of those were just in garbage time. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Maybe they put up the same number. Maybe they put up a touchdown less. Okay, so yeah, they maybe they are. It, it seems like they are a better team with Mitch Trubisky. How how much better? Very slightly. Oh very, yeah. Very, no, I'm, I'm not right. I, I'm not going to advocate for him to start right. the year if Foles is healthy. Like, it's not that bit of a difference but it's just it's like i don't know what else to i don't know what else to talk about an offense no but but you know what though i mean let's think about it this way because just just for the sake of um bringing it up and then putting it to bed because who cares but you might as well just start trubisky for the whole rest of the season right who why even go back to Foles? who cares why not yeah if you if you but they're still in the race so if Neggy thinks he's still in the i'm I'm not gonna say it's realistic but they're technically mathematically in it if they start losing seven, eight in a row here, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I mean the the team is probably worse with Foles, probably. So I mean, you're going to give Trubisky. You would think, unless he has an awful outing against the Lions, you're probably going to give him the next two starts, which would be against the Lions and against the Sean Watson and the Texans. And he would have to be extremely, extremely bad, you would think, to go back to Foles for the last three games. I mean, after a while, you just can't keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, I mean, Matt Nagy's just going to have to call what it is, and he's going to have to go out there and say, because he's going to be asked a question, he's going to have to say whether Foles is healthy or not. We're still going with Mitch because he's just the better talent option, <laughs> which, wow, can you imagine that? Mitch Trubisky being the better talent option, but... Speaking of talent, there's not a whole lot out there on offense, and we, we saw it here today, so I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I've been wrapping this season up since even <laughs> week one, week two. <laughs> I really so true. Like I have, have I not? But I've just had very, very, very little hope. I mean, there's just been no reason, and now, I mean, they're, they're just giving me what, – what, what have we seen? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule here. We, we had that – Victory that was almost not a victory against the Lions. Then you're talking that crap show against the Giants and then a miracle comeback against the against the Falcons. And then it's pretty much but how the hell do we beat Tom Brady? <laughs> I'm looking at the schedule here. How the hell do Makes we make no that happen? Makes no sense. I mean, they're super inconsistent, but still, it's Tom Brady. That's the NFL in any given Sunday for you. That's 100% what that is. 2019 victory you had. That was, that was the big victory there. Then they had one. You know, you go into the Panthers game. Then after that, 
you have Joey's much, much, much not loved five-game losing streak. As I said, it's only a 16-game regular season. You cannot lose five in a row in the NFL, but that's what we did. Even even with this great defense, they didn't play great tonight. No way they did here on Sunday Night Football. They, they did not, but they're they're a really good crew, and even with, even with that defensive unit out there, it just doesn't matter. Can't score points in the end. It just doesn't matter. It's it's officially true now, Joey, that you cannot say defense wins championships in the NFL. Don't nope. want to hear it. Nope. I mean, that's been a thing that's just been dwindling out. Just, you know, what are those little, like, little hate things? I'm thinking of, like, Five Goes West. Just rolling out there. No. No. Five Goes West. Yeah, I know Five Goes West. There we go. What, what do they call those little Texas, like, little, uh. Oh, my God. I forgot the word, too those but yes that that's been just like one of one of the 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 things known now in the nfl is that offense is going to win you a super bowl quarterback more or less franchise quarterback and the bears are still searching for those and i don't know when we're going to find one i mean (laughs) it doesn't matter how bad how bad it gets is we're always looking for when are we going to get that quarterback and i think that it all goes back to there because that's one thing we see and the way we're going to fix this thing I don't care what head coach you bring in next. Whether Look, I'm already calling Nagy out after his contract runs out or maybe even before that. But the way you're going to fix this ship, let's bring it all full circle here, is you have to find that franchise quarterback. You do. That's going to be the one. We have the weapons, really. We do. And I don't know how long they're going to stick around, but Mooney, Robinson, I love it. I'm ready to go with it. But they don't have the quarterback to bring it all together. And until we find that franchise guy, doesn't matter who's calling the plays, doesn't matter who's organizing that locker room. Doesn't matter the position players you have out there. You need that guy under center, and we just don't have him. It's that simple. And the only thing you're thinking of is tumbleweed. I had to Google tumbleweed. it. My brain there just shut go. off. You were looking for a tumbleweed. Yes. I was looking for a tumbleweed. <laughs> yes, that that's the whole. I don't know why I, my brain went there when I'm talking about defense no longer winning championships just like no that's old that's gone up no, that that's out the window. It's all offense now, and the Bears haven't had a good offense and. Forever. Well, and today was the first time they scored an offensive touchdown since November 8th, in case you were Fun. wondering. November 8th. Ugh. That's insane. I know they had a bye, but still. Well, Mitch is back. Right? Mitch is back. That's why they scored an offensive touchdown. I wonder I wonder if Nagy like, ever had a heart. Like, if Nagy was, and Pace are supposed to be so symbiotic, I wonder if there ever was a real conversation when he first got there of like, I mean, I know they made the playoffs, so it's really hard to do so. That first year, but if there was a realistic conversation of Mitch doesn't have it, and we gotta, if you wanna win for this organization, you have to admit your mistake and let me as coach pick my guy. Like, would you have the balls to do that if you're naggy? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mean to always bring it to Cliff Kingsbury, but it's, it's, it's the only thing I can think of of the Cardinals draft Josh Rosen as, as a top first round pick, and then they hire Kingsbury the next year. He's like, I'm not working with this guy. Like, I want Kyler Murray. And it was the complete right decision. And Rosen's probably on his eighth team in the last two years trying to find a job. Like, you, they, they admitted it right away. And it's okay to do so. But I don't know if the, the Bears were so scared to do it or had hope still that he'd turn into something. And I'm sure the playoff run probably blinded them to a lot of flaws because they were able to, to kind of cover him up being 12-4. and four. But... Like, I, I wonder if that conversation ever happened because now it's kind of too late for it to happen. They're all tied to this. Yeah, it's weird. Another thing I'm just thinking of, you know, as I'm just looking up things here online and as you were going ahead and breaking that, bringing your thoughts down there, Joey, is if you were to bring in the next guy at quarterback, because I'm going to bring it back to Nagy too here, is let's just say we finally find that offensive piece, right? A franchise kind of guy. Do you now... As a, as a front office, as ownership, as a fan base, trust Matt Nagy to be the guy to develop said franchise quarterback. That, that's when we land one in the next couple of years. Don't know how we're going to do that. There's plenty of shows we that down the road that we could discuss that on. But now you are starting to get into that thought process of, holy cow, like, Nagy, you've done basically nothing for us in terms of, like, helping us win football games. Because even though the talent's pretty damn bad out there, you're still not doing enough to help our cause, we could see that. There's a lot of head-scratching things out there for the past few seasons, and I'm just really thinking to myself now, even if we find that player that could finally be the Bears' future star at quarterback, hopefully we find him sooner rather than later, now you have to trust Matt Nagy to get it done. 
do you? If I asked you a year, year and a half ago, you said, of course. I asked you today, you probably have to think about it a little bit, don't you? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish Trubisky... I mean, it goes back to everything I said before. It's kind of opposite, but I, I wish Trubisky then in that in this scenario was picked by Nagy because then you know, okay, he picked his guy, it didn't work, so you don't trust him. Like with Ryan Pace, he's chosen Mike Glennon, Mitch Trubisky, and Nick Foles. He clearly doesn't have a good track record for quarterbacks. Him, I don't trust. Matt Nagy, I, I don't know. Is is Trubisky that flawed that any coach is not able to? win with i i don't i I don't know so there is a part of me that would say okay i would allow negi to to try his hand at picking and grooming his own quarterback but if he loses you know there's bigger fish to fry than just the quarterback because if he's losing a locker room if the defense is quitting on him if everything if everyone's frustrated then then he's kind of toast and he won't even get that chance what are the bulls tip off Kind of soon. <laughs> When's Bulls basketball? We we have the Illini on Wednesday. We have Illini basketball. That's fun. But I'm done with this. I'm I'm so <laughs> I'm over the Bears. I don't care. It's suck. It's the same thing year after year. Going pre Cutler era. Just we have to find the offensive minded coach. We have to find the offensive minded head coach. No, it's actually we have to find a good coordinator for this coach. No, we actually have to just find a good quarterback. No, no, we actually have the quarterback. No, we have to find him the weapons. And then it's just all over again. It's like I'm, I have this beer stand. I'm just throw it. Like it, it's just the same song and dance. You can listen to a beers podcast, a beers radio show, a beers TV breakdown. At this point in the season, maybe for the last twelve years, <laughs> the topic is probably the same. Yep. We we joke about it, but it's true. It's just it's so sad, amazing isn't it? Amazing how it is just so much the same song and dance. Very, very little for the last 10, 10 to twelve years, ten to fifteen years, have you ever complained about the defense or said it's purely the defense's fault. If we actually had a good defensive unit, we would definitely be stride for stride with the best teams in the NFL. No, it's all been like I said. All, all offensive issues, but maybe it's coaching, maybe it's maybe it's coordinating, maybe it's maybe it's quarterback, maybe it's weapons, maybe oh maybe we just need a tight end. Who knows? No, it's it just <laughs> they haven't figured it out yet, and I don't know. Tired of it. it you, you know what it is, Joey. I think that when the Bears brought in Matt Nagy, and then they drafted Trubisky, or well they drafted Trubisky, brought in Nagy. Let, let me get the timeline. Let me get the timeline straight there before I go. But you bring in Mitch. You bring in Mitch Trubisky. You trade up to get him at number two overall, right? Ryan Pace clings practically his freaking career to that pick. And then shortly thereafter, just just, just a short season later, you get Matt Nagy. So you were finally starting to think, no, this is it. Top five draft pick, quarterback, Pace saw something. Ooh, great offensive mind. Andy Retree, right out of Kansas City. Let's go on ahead. Like, we have this. Like, it's over. We thought it was over. We thought it was done. We thought the offensive coaching woes and the and the and the offensive play at quarterback we thought it was all done we had the offensive mind leading the way we had a top five draft pick quarterback who was going to be our franchise guy put the pieces around him this thing is going to be gold go and instead it's worse than what <laughs> than what we knew it's worse than those jay cutler you know, name like I said, name your offensive coordinator. It's worse than the Jay Cutler era, your Mike Martz era, your Tressman era, like all that. You're 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 just head coaches who are supposed to figure it out your offensive coordinators who are supposed to figure it out your quarterbacks who are supposed to figure it out. It's worse than that. So we initially thought we're out of there and we are go. We're, we have caught up with the rest of the NFL. There was hope that we caught up and now we're leaping over a lot of franchises in the NFL. Which instead, what we're realizing is we're even worse. It's worse. And that's kind of hard to – it's just hard to think about. It, it sucks to think about because, like, great. Now we have to we, – we just once again have to start all the way back at zero again. And who, the, the time, you just don't know. <laughs> I mean, we haven't figured it out yet. Who, I don't know if it's going to be through the draft, free agency trade. Who knows? You would hope it's through the draft and then we just get a franchise guy. But who knows? Screw it, just draft one every year. Just go, just go on ahead and live up to the promise and draft a quarterback. That's what they were supposed to do, right? Ryan Pace said he was going to do that. He never did. Yeah, but that's that's what it is. That's where a lot of the is is you think you think big picture, and it's where a lot of that frustration stems from because it was supposed to be better, a whole lot better, and instead it's just the same song and dance. 
And guess what? We can do it all again next weekend. Let's go against the Lions. <laughs> Let's go, which is a pointless game. Beat the Lions. Don't beat the Lions. Who cares? Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm way more interested in that Watson game just because yeah. I, I know as a Bears fan, I'm done with Trubisky. I hope as an organization, the Bears, for the most part, know Trubisky's not the answer. But as much as they can be reminded of it, and you can't be any more reminded of it than that, than watching those two square off against each other. Bring it. I mean, I'm here for that. I hope I hope Watson just absolutely humiliates us because why not? Bears deserve it. But I'm looking way more forward to that than even the science matchup because any little pregame we can have on it, who cares? Right. I'm just in who cares mode. I'm in who cares That's mode bad. with this team See, and I can't help it. First you get in who cares mode. Then you get it I'm laughing at this team mode. And then I don't know what oh, the – Oh, I'm in both. Oh, you are already? Oh, 100%. 100%. I was mad very, very, very little in today's game. I, it was hilarious. It. You can't cry anymore now. You have to laugh. I, I'm too grown now. Like 10 years ago, diehard Bears fan Dan Collins would have been screaming and so upset and just frustrated. I've dealt with years and years of this stuff, and I'm a lot older. I, I already know what it, I, I already know it's going to be misery. I'll just laugh at it. Just laugh. That's all I'm doing. Just laughing at this man. That's good coping. Man, that's real healthy for us all. Can either laugh or cry. I'm going to choose to laugh. That's good. You know, when it comes to this beer, I'm going. I'm going to choose to laugh because can't do anything else right now. Oh God. So before before we wrap here, what 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 do you think is kind of the breaking point for all this? Like, is it a loss to the Lions that? Is six in a row with the Lions? Does it get to eight? Like, is it five and eight? Five and like, I I don't know what the breaking point is for all this. That it's just like you can't run it back. Like, because they're all under con. Everyone's under contract. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like a just clean house type of breaking point. Where like, how can you be in? A, like, it's one thing when you go like like they did last year, eight and eight, where you like right. there, there's a couple of wins here, a couple of losses. But if you've started together five, six, and they seven, still eight house. Then Matt Nagy let like, right. everybody go. Then he right. brought in a whole new coaching staff. And they got worse. Right. <laughs> so that's the, that's the question. It's like, okay, you're five and six, five and seven, five and eight, five and nine. Like, yeah. how, like I know they don't do stuff midseason normally, but like that, that's rough. Like if you, that you were first place five and one and you've lost potentially six to seven in a row. Like, that's bad. That's really bad. You know, I haven't thought about that because we've definitely reached the breaking point probably a couple weeks ago. If, you know, it's maybe even just before the buy that Minnesota loss of the breaking point that we just legitimately 100% throw in the towel, season's over, this team sucks, don't care if it's Foles, don't care if it's Trubisky, we're done, we're garbage. We hit that point already, but you're right. At what point? I mean, if you lose, if you lose out, <laughs> right? Like, if you start the season 5 and 1 and then 5 and 11, like, what do you do? Like that's it's a legitimate possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I mean, Bears probably win two or three more games. I, I wouldn't doubt if they finish 500 again or just below at seven and nine. But it's a realistic possibility they can end five and eleven, six and ten. And what do you do if if they do? Like what what if you give them one more win? What if you end six and six and ten after starting five and one? Like, can you really justify bringing back your head coach? No way. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it's funny that that's something that I legitimately haven't thought about yet. Like, if you just want to run those quick possibilities down there, like, yeah, is there a breaking point to where you literally can't even justify bringing Nagy back? You have to part ways. Like, what if they lose out? <laughs> what if you literally only win five games and a couple of them kind of, eh, you know, fluky-ish, especially that Lions game that they just sneak out and survive? Heck, they just barely survived against the Giants. It's like, yeah, how do you... How do you bring him him back? I, I think he still will be. I, I you know, like I said, I could see it playing out to where the Bears win one or two more games. You know, probably two. Um, they probably have a couple more wins under their belt, and Matt, Matt Nagy comes back after a seven and nine, eight and eight season. But if it's worse than that, you know, if it's worse than seven and nine, you're talking a six and ten, or at worst, you lose out five and eleven finish. Ugh. I mean, because six and ten means you've only won one game since you were five and one. Like, I know that's yeah. logical math, but, like, when you say it out loud, like, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. Th- that wouldn't be great. Even 7 and 9 is 2. Like, it's not like it's that much prettier. Like, 7 and no. 9 sounds okay when you've had a little balance in the year, but you got to know where they started. And there's no excuse. I mean, 
There's no excuse at quarterback. Mitch was awful, so you went to Foles. Foles not that great, you know. Unfortunately, obviously he gets he gets injured and banged up, and you know even if he can be you know active, it doesn't matter. You're going with Mitch now. It seems just based on talent, anyways. Talent <laughs> talent upgrade, really huge air quotes. So it's not like you didn't. It's not like you were just plagued with injuries and there's nothing you could do like to where you lost all your linemen and, you know, all your receivers and there's just nothing we could. It couldn't be salvaged. Defense was, you know, if anything, they were they've been one of the healthiest teams in the NFL, I think, especially on the defensive side of the football. You know, Akeem Hicks, definitely a big loss there. But besides that, they've been a fairly healthy unit on defense. Offensively, you know, Nick Foles goes down before the bye, but. Before that, okay, so you're going back and forth with Foles and and Trubisky, like whatever. There's no really big excuses. Like what you had, you should have been able to make it work to over 500, and you didn't. So something has to give. I mean, last season it was a 500. It was a 500 club at eight and eight, and Matt Nagy basically said, "See you later" to the coaching staff. They bring them all. They bring in a new coaching staff, new line coach. You know, you name it. Okay. Well, what happens now if you're eight and eight, which is probably best case scenario, or worse? What do you do? You're Matt Nagy, and you just fire your coaching staff again and bring it. Like <laughs> you just, you just, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Like nothing else gives. I don't know. And what do you do at quarterback? You brought in Foles already for you know, thinking he might save the day for a couple of years. No, that's not going to happen. Trubisky, you're not giving him no extension art. No, so no. It's interesting. Is there a breaking point to where you just can't bring that Matt Nagy back? I'm guessing if you lose out, obviously, right? He, he might be gone, but I don't know. It, it is interesting to think about. It really is. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. It should be a interesting, at least, home stretch here, which, if you can believe it, with only uh, you know five, six games to go here, depending on your buys with all these teams, and it's it's been one for the for the books, I guess. It's been interesting. Like it's like it. it it's a storyline. I'm, I'm sick of the same storyline, but at least it's something to talk about. I'd much rather have them be competing for an NFC title, but that ain't going to happen anytime soon. Oh, man, they're str- they're years away, aren't they? They're at least two, but, three years away. Yeah, but then two years ago, they were a kick away from moving. So it's like, how do I, you know. The Super Bowl. Yeah, 100%. They, they were a kick away from going just a couple more rounds and going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, it's just it's the same it's the what ifs the same thing when you talk about 2010 it's if color doesn't get hurt do they make the super bowl and then aaron Rodgers will still have never won a super bowl like that's a whole show of for opposite bears fans <laughs> of how wasted yeah. aaron Rodgers has been for 16 years but that's i, I can't show them pity because i'm too upset tonight no they they have one hell of a quarterback and yeah it is crazy to think that there's not more championship rings on his hand sorry bears fans just just the case he's, he's freaking awesome but yeah, it, it, oh, oh, you know, he just reminded me of all the gra- – we always talk about the graphics we see right, on, the, on the broadcast. It's always really bad ones for the Bears and just all really good ones for the Packers. Look at what right. 16th season's in. Look at what Aaron Rodgers like. And look at all the receivers, the Jordy Nelsons, the Donald Drive. Well, that's what was tough tonight was because oh, – that's what was tough tonight because – I don't want to – I know. <laughs> I know. And that's what was tough tonight is because I like Mike Trico a lot. But yeah. he's not the A guy for Sunday Night Football. So if it's Al <laughs> Michaels, you're not dealing with all that stuff every time. But for Trico, those were his let's go to those talking points. I know it's oh, a blowout, man. so you had to fill time. But like that was like a, oh, my God, we're doing that whole trope again, well, hour after hour after <laughs> yeah. hour. Welcome back, folks. Here's how we're shitting the beers now with this graphic. And nice. Come on. Which I'm not saying they they shat on the beers all you know all game with the graphics. Because a lot of them were just good Packers graphics. Yeah. How good Rodgers has been and his receiving crew. How much love they've got in the Jordan. Like I said, the Jordy Nelsons, the Donald Drivers, you know, and now the um, Devontae Adams. You name it. But still, again, yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing how bad the beers have been offensively compared to everybody. I mean, the graphics are just terrible. I mean, there's no if good Sid Luckman is. Just- in your graphic package, you have a yes. problem. <laughs> uh, with the what was it through, through sixty? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not a great beer historian at the moment right now. But what was like, yeah, they show like his career up to like what 1960? Is it? Am I doing the math right there for Sid Luckman? But Potentially, just, I don't know. We played in the 40s, right? So it's like I think it was like through 1960. I'm like I'm like almost positive, almost positive. A Brooklyn, New Yorker, born in 1916. Yeah, yep. 1954 to 1969, so right, right before the 70s. Right, so we're 1916. So 
So we're talking about a quarterback that was born a yeah, like hundred leather helmet thing going. Yeah, but you're but you're t- you're putting a person in a graphic in 2020 that was born 104 years ago that somehow still has relevance to a record that the Bears have is a, just an astonishing fact that you still have to deal with that because of how inept you've been at that position. His birthday was just eight days ago. Oh, yeah, good. Happy birthday, Sid. <laughs> Happy 104 to Mr. Luckman. Yeah, he was born over 100 years ago, and he's arguably the best quarterback in Bears history. And when you put up a graphic of who you, you know who comes to mind when you say that, that's what we get in 2020 on Sunday Night Football is a photo of Sid Luckman, who was born on November 21st, 1916. And no disrespect to Sid. Bear down. <laughs> Just, it's embarrassing. Uh, uh, really quick before we wrap up the show. So from 1939 to 1950 with the team, I'm just even looking at like his, his records here now. And uh, four-time NFL champ, 1940, 1941, 43, 46. Okay. 46. Good God. NFL all-star, 1940 through 1942. So he was, so he was really good in the 40s. NFL passing yards leader 43 45 46 and, and this is all this is all uh, courtesy of the wiki the wikipedia three-time NFL passing touchdown leader so yeah he was the shit from the in the 40s yeah <laughs> during world war ii the 40s yeah he was the passing rating leader he was the passing touchdown leader the passing yards leader he was the most valuable player in 43 he was a uh, oh he he's without a doubt he, well, he's 100% the most decorated quarterback in Bears football. If you're, it's it's hard to compare eras in, in terms of like, oh, well, who's really the better talent, Sid Luckman or Jay Cutler? But that's the comparison is Sid Luckman of the 1940s or Jay freaking Cutler. And if you're just going off not trying to go too hard um, comparing eras and just going straight off of accolades and how well decorated they are it is without shout of a doubt sid luckman who was just a freaking animal in the 1940s wow this podcast took a turn (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just absolutely embarrassing if the bears go somehow please do not 20 plus more years without a relevant quarterback they could potentially go a century and you'd still be talking about sid Mm -hmm. luckman a hundred years from his playing days. I, I know it's been a hundred and four years since you know you're, you're talking about somebody who was born a hundred and four years ago. But if they go about twenty more seasons with this, which is maybe four or five bad drafted quarterbacks away, then yeah, you could possibly get into a hundred. You could be like, oh, a hundred years later is when we had the Bears' best quarterback in franchise history. A hundred years ago, mm-hmm. Sid Luckman playing in Wrigley Field, Chicago. Pretty sure that's where they would have been, right? Wrigley yeah. Field. Yeah. Ugh. Man, <laughs> it's the 1940s. It's freaking incredible. I mean, I mean, I know it's it doesn't really count, but Las Vegas technically, I know you could if you don't even count the Oakland Raiders history. You're just strictly talking about the Las Vegas Raiders history as just the team playing in Las Vegas. Hey, you can take Derek Carr over anything the Bears have had since the 40s. Oh, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> well, you can maybe fight, you know, you can maybe go back and forth between Cutler or Carr or whatever. But it's like, I'm just thinking about, like, fairly new NFL teams who have had three to five better quarterbacks than Sid, than Sid Luckman. It's just. Well, it's simple. The Bears have only had two Pro Bowl quarterbacks in the last 40 years. Right? Yeah. It's McMahon yeah. and Trubisky. And Trubisky. <laughs> so that's even taking color out of it. Yeah. Like, Jay that's insane. Yeah. No, Jay, Jay Cutler was no... Like, people no keep team. saying, like, when you talk about, oh, like, the Monsters of the Midway and the Bears in, the, in 1985, and it's like, okay, that's great, but that was cute when it was 1995 or 2000, like, in 2005, 2006, when they went to the Super Bowl again. But now you're 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 creeping up on, like, 40 years here and you go that's a long time this is just so good because i'm looking at it now aaron Rodgers, at least if i'm looking at pro football reference right now and i don't know if this is updated from this sunday night football matchup but sid luckman 
137 touchdowns, 132 incompletions or interceptions. I'm sorry, interceptions. What the hell am I talking about? He says he has 137 career touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, 393. I mean, this is why you don't compare Aaron. Games right? change a little bit, yeah. Sid Luckman was an absolute stud. He was a three-time NFL passing touchdown leader. Once again, I'll give you the years via, uh, courtesy of Wikipedia. 43, 45, 46, a three-time passing touchdown leader. He has less than 150 touchdown passes. Aaron Rodgers soon to have 400. <laughs> it's just... Uh, and I could go cry myself to sleep now. It's been a long night. I could go cry myself to sleep. That's I the love goal. this. Hey, look at this. Something him and Mitch Trubisky have in common. Oh, great. Uh, Sid Luckman drafted round one, pick number two. Hey! What do you know? Uh, almost like you could have drafted a Deshaun Watson or a Patrick Mahomes at that number. But anyways, uh, I digress. Mitch Trubisky, it is right out of North Carolina. The, uni- the University of North Carolina. I'm sorry. Go Jordan. Go Tar Heels. <laughs> all right there's, there's your podcast i guess yeah i think that's a good way to wrap it up right by referencing sig luckman just like they did on the sunday night football graphic 100 percent. no other way to wrap up a show Mm-mm-mm. no other way at all no other way at all that's gonna do it for us today on believe in chicago sports thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in subscribing check us out on twitter everywhere uh you'll want to get some good chicago sports content we'll be back with you guys on thursday uh, we could do a Bears preview, but who really wants to do that? So maybe we'll think of something different to do. I was about to say, yeah, we'll talk Bears. That sucks. Yeah, that won't be fun. But we'll, we'll, we'll have some fun no matter what. We always find a way to do that. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Joey Gellman. He's on Twitter at TweetDanConnell. The show Believe in Chicago Sports Podcast is on Twitter at Believe in Chicago, part of the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Have a great uh, start to your Monday and rest of your week, and we will catch up with you guys on Thursday. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.